Morning show that caffeine. Doctor tell him I'm sick, need the vaccine. Call him top shotter. Down to Fiji drinking copper. It's nothing to push your pins like Spraga. Rhea, she can tell you. Smooth like a smooth real soon. On his heads like V down soon. Don't be a bad boom. You freaking monkey. Going apes for this bread as bananas on me. Hey, shouts to Ron C. They gon' see you in a minute. I'm popping like a Xanax. Watch me like a Zenith. Menace, but only with this rap thing. Get it, live it. Goons get the simmy. Rep to go brrrr. So I get the ribbon, thing go brrr, brrr, brrr. that's my money machine. Excuse me, Martin Luther, hey, I'm living my dream. Just in a different world, you can call me Kadeem, uh. I'm about nothing but cream, uh. Kids told me rap belong to the team, uh. West Coast, nothing in between, uh. But me and her legs will drop dead. Heard what I said. If you ain't rocking with the coast of Watt City, uh, off with his head. Now I'm to the bank laughing. <laughs> Kanye love it how I'm in my Kardashian. Oh, my Kardashians. Standing horse, my Ferrari is. Hey, they sleeping on him. I'm Captain Z's, Bugatti Lambo, ishing on him. <laughs> Lucas Cash on sticks. Don't matter anyway. Hey, we run this shit. <laughs> oh. AM Caffeine Morning Show's in a damn building. It's your boy DOC, Real BS Move D, DJ. Uh, what's your name over there? Ron C. My bad, I forgot. You forgot? DJ Ron C. Okay. And Rhea Beer's back, which I'm totally shocked at that she's been here all week. <laughs> I mean, who knew? Two days in a row? Wow. <laughs> Thought she was on maternity leave. <laughs> maternity leave? Shot my bad, my bad. AM Caffeine Morning shows how we get down. Today is the 4th of July. Whoop, whoop. And we're heard each and every Wednesday and Friday. Right here, UrbanStarRadio.fm, AcceleratedRadio.net, SniperSquadDJs.com, and IllNetwork.com, only on Wednesdays. And who's those other people, Ron C? Real Talk 101. Real Talk 101, Radio.com. Radio. Yeah. What's up, man? And this is the official last time <laughs> you're going to hear me shout them out. Why come, Doc? I'm finna tell you. Because we have accumulated 23 cents is how much money we have made with... RealTalk101Radio.com. So you know that we get paid by sponsors. Ain't nothing cracking over there. So 23 cents, they're not worth me shouting them out ever again. <laughs> so this is the last time. So you guys say bye. 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 Real talk. Yeah, we'll Real never talk. hear. Real Tell talk. Tell them, Rhea. Bye. See ya. In your mouth, Prentice. <laughs> so today, this 4th of July, Friday, you know, it's been a minute since we have um, interviewed... Uh, anyone? It's been a while. It's been like maybe three months. So we're gonna kind of, you know, try to get back to that. And today, I wanted to interview 
someone from a legendary group, as far as I'm concerned, from being from the West Coast. And this group came at a time, at a, at a pivotal time, I think, in hip hop for West Coast, because the music at that point to me, and we're talking about, you know, uh, late 80s, early, early 90s, quote unquote, West Coast music was what they call gangster rap, which I really don't like to use that term, but just so folks can understand the time period where that's what West Coast radio uh, clubs, West Coast music was dominated by, you know, the NWA era. Mm -hmm. This group came along with just a, a serious, serious, uh, refreshing outlook on, on hip hop they brought comedic genius to hip hop and they by far to me is one of my favorite groups of all time but I consider them to be the west coast tribe called quest and who I have on the phone you know was he has a couple names at one time they was saying he was the west coast Bobby Brown Wow. <laughs> they would say he was you know the, uh, the West Coast rap ODB Okay Because of his antics I know him as Fat Lip That's who I know him by It's my man Fat Lip From the legendary group The, the Far Side What up Fat Lip What's happening Now I'm your whole reggae cue to everybody That's right What's going on man <laughs> So <laughs> man Man I've known Fat Lip From the inception Of Far Side And when I really think about how long it's been it's been you know without aging ourselves it's been like you know over 20 years i really saw the far side start before they were the far side when they were just dancers um at the time yeah. and we, 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 yeah. just to see you know the the maturation and and what the far side brought to hip-hop music especially from a west coast perspective I think yes, it's yes. just, you know, incredible. And before I kind of just get into like what you're doing now, you know, you're DJing all across the world and all that kind of stuff. I want to just get a little background for the folks that don't know, a little background on, on the far side. Tell me, how did the far side come together? Because you guys were all dancers, correct? Let, let I want to be clear with that. Um, no, nah, you know what? I was, we was, we all was getting down because it was a huge dance scene in LA. Right. That was a, that was a hell of an intro, by the way, though. Like, uh, <laughs> I want to thank you for that. Oh, good. Um, but, um, yeah, we, we was, I mean, you know, man, you know, you was around, man. Hip hop was, was huge. But even before hip hop came to LA, it was, you know, it was that dance scene, you know, the ultra waves. And right. Jam City and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we was we was up on Dr. Dre and and Egyptian Lover and and all of those cats, you know, early in in the 80s. Right. And so that's kind of like where it all started. You know what I mean? Like the dance groups and all of that. And then I knew I didn't even know them other cats, but um, you know, I was doing showcases. I wanted to be a, a rapper. Right. That's all. I, I didn't I didn't even care. Like I, I was I was I was listening to K Day all day every day 
you know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, like you said, we was like, we was, you know, they, they said we was like the West Coast tribe. You know, a lot of that had to do it because we was inspired by all of those cats that, you know, right. that kid was coming out from New York at that time. Right. And then uh, I met Jay Swift, you know, uh, Jay Swift, who produced the first album. I met him at a showcase and, you know, I got his math and uh, we went to the studio and all the other cats was there. And it, it was it was a huge organization, man, actually, that we was involved in. And we had a mentor by the name of Reggie Andrews, who was a producer for like Rick James. And like, so he, you know, like put us up on just a lot of like game as far as like music and just the music business and like songwriting and song structures and stuff like that. Right. So we we was we was basically in a like kind of like a um, a workshop for like you know because he I, I, you know actually the, the the TV show with Steve Harvey if I'm not mistaken was was about this man Reggie Andrews. Really, he, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was doing a lot for the community and like giving back to the community. You know what I'm saying? He still had his connections with Motown and he was you know trying to get us a record deal back then. Right. And that's how I met all the other cats. So it was like so at that time. So at that time, you were just coming in as just part of just the the synergy. But you were coming in as a solo artist, like you were just trying to do your own solo rap thing, right? Yeah, I was trying to do my own solo thing. Like I say, I met Jake Swift at a showcase because they used to always uh, advertise these showcases on the radio. Right. Like, yeah, come down, you can get a record deal. You know what I'm saying? I went to it was at Carlos and Charlie's. You know what I mean? All, all, all day, right. Sunset Boulevard. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was before Dublin. You know what I mean? Right. And then, um, so, so yeah, man. So that's so so yeah. I met Jake Swift there, and then so so we was it was in Inglewood, man. We had this studio in Inglewood. Reggie just gave us, you know, he just gave us just the access to it. We was there all day, every day, man. And then, and one day, one day, we we opened up his garage and found his uh his record collection. Right. And basically, every record that was on that first album, we had found at that that one day. We found his record collection. Ended up using like all of those records for the first album. Wow. So it, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of it was like luck, man. A lot of it was like, you know, just like destiny almost, man. Cause it's like, like a lot of factors that happen with, 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 you know, me meeting Jay Swift and the rest of the cats from the group. Right. You know, it's like, it's one of those things where it almost didn't happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like to take it even further, man, when I met Jay Swift that time, he gave me his number, right? Uh-huh. I threw the number away just because, like, I didn't think oh, that I didn't think that he was a real producer. Right, right, you know what right. I, mean? Cause I right. didn't know about producers. Like, right. I didn't know nothing. I was like, ah, oh, he doesn't have a limo, so he ain't a real producer. <laughs> That's all I knew. Right. I threw the number away, right? Okay, right. So then, my girlfriend at the time had a friend staying over at her house, Tabitha. I happened to hear a conversation about her talking about some dude that was trying to get her in the studio so he can so he can bone right. and then through the conversation i'm like damn wait what did this dude look like right and then she, so she described the dude and i was like so you saying he had a studio right she's like yeah yeah he had a studio all this equipment i was like oh shit i just threw that number away right like, right she gave me the number it's it's this is crazy man like like you did, know so did he end up boning did he hit after all that 
I don't know if he's hit. I don't even think he's hit, man, to tell you the truth. <laughs> right now, we he got my man. Have a, little, a, little, a little later after we blew up. You know how that go. Right. We got my man, Fat Lip, right now from the far side, legendary far side. Fat Lip, hold yeah, on for yeah. me. Let's play a couple fat uh, far side classics, Ron C., whatever, whatever you pull up. And we're going to get right back to my man, Fat Lip. We're going to get more into just what happened when they blew up. And then why weren't they able to, to stay together, which is still like the million-dollar mm. question. So we got my man, Fat mm. Lip. Fat Lip, hold on for me. Ron C., hit me off with some wow. classics, dog. AM Cappy Morning Show. I was creeping, sliding, hiding I would lock the door behind me Roll up a fat tight thinking Mentally sinking, presently brinking Two decades and a half Rating a path for my to follow The world is hollow Yet yeah, it's full of crap Prepare to gamble I give you a handful of chips and tips To what's to come I cried a ton of tears Drunk a ton of beers The fun of fears But learn to persevere Throughout the years Kept my ears open Eyes open, mouth locked Don't rock the boat If you can't swim Nobody may not be there With a the limb to limb This is the end Still I can't explain the fact Why the f*** Know why I said it, hear me clear and know it's so severe and dreaded That they need to be beheaded, why I'm readily, steadily stimulating And mutilating all sloppily copied imitations cause they're irritating So I'm intimidating them over the snare with simply a stare Bringing them turbulent terror and they know this cause they can feel it He knew that it was mine, still the sucker tried to steal it So I had to reveal it through proving that I am astonishing and fly And by just winking my eye in a flash I flush out the face laying low key Trained eyes locate to focus on the phony Mr. Subtimey homie, why he act like that? I thought he had my back, I thought he had our backs But it was him, who I should've never trusted Or not at least until he got his attitude adjusted Or mouth busted for acting all dusted But bust this now when I'm out I seek and sort out the whole scene For all sinister type sneaks that scheme They come into my face, I send them type men home When they be suffering from the double agent syndrome Why it gotta be like that? Sometimes this world means everything to me The insight is lovely through these eyes I see And sometimes in my mind all I wanna do is cry Highly offset but nothing drops from my eyes Thoughts rain out my skin cause I'm pissed from within I see a situation now and all I do is grin People think I'm high but I'm mentally traveling Aging in short times cause life's unraveling While I'm straddling walls of this mic I hate to be a pilot crashing in the flight People need to know about this thing called a light Cause if you see the light then life's alright So can you dig it? Say what, say what, say what Say what, say what, say what Say what, say what, say what 
I jumped inside the Jeep as I embark on my dark mission. Popped in my freestyle tape, start reminiscing about my little homie who was raised in Wyoming, wanted to be famous. So we came to California on the microphone. He was super bad and whatnot, but he was the kind of fella to follow fast that was hot. He became so fascinated with that gang related flavor that he modificated, rearranged his behavior. He hooked up quick with the influential slang. Gangster stroke, corn rolls, a whole shebang. Bragging and boasting, boasting and bragging how we mostly be hanging with baby G's. I was bagging. Like, why you trying to who ride up on the bandwagon? Hoping to hit him in the head, but he said he's sagging. Like, he a hog, creeping through the smog, smoking on some endo, sipping on a cup of old dog. Like most who come to this West Coast society, try to be because they think it's fly to be a menace. So, what a relic way to end this. Got rolled up when he was strolling on a Sunday up at Venice. Never listen, they gotta learn their lesson The hard way I'm guessing, guessing DD as I hit the beat And make a right on Weston Pops in my head, the proverbial question Why it be like that, it just be like that Can you tell me why it's gotta be like that Be like that, it just be like that AM Caffeine Morning Show, rocking nothing but far side today, and I got my man, legendary, I don't even want to just say legendary West Coast artist, just legendary rap artist in the game, my man, Fat Lip, Fat Lip, that verse right there, homie, that verse right there, now, before I get back into the first album, real quick, who did that beat, Who, who produced that track, Lip? Oh man, I mean, oh shit, man. If I'm not mistaken, that's Jay Dillon. That's, right that's, that's, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yes, yes, yeah. sir. So let's let, let's talk about man this this legendary classic album, Bizarre Ride yeah. to the Far Side. Um, how long did it take you guys to put that album together? Um, you know what? We had we had three songs. We're like when I was telling you about that 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 studio we was at, man. Right. We we, we had we had pass me by your mama, and I'm the type of nigga. Right. And uh and then we got a deal based on that. Like five five like you know two months after you know we hooked up with my man DJ Pete Paul Stewart. What Shout up, Pete? Shout Stewart. out Paul Stewart. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, uh, you know, we slid in the demo within about three weeks. We had, you know, three or uh, four weeks, we had a deal. Delicious Vinyl got into the studio. Probably took us about a good year and a half. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now. It was a lot of fun, man. I, I mean, I, I remember that, you know, just remember that time period and, and, and you know, seeing you guys, and hear, seeing you guys in the club and hearing about, what you guys was doing and it was really cool to actually see cats that was kind of in the same environment that i was like really doing not just talking about being a rapper but y'all were really really doing it and yeah yeah when you when you guys were constructing songs did you guys Uh write together or did you come up with a concept and write separately because when i listened to the all all your albums and i've i've always said this i've always felt that you were the best rapper out of the group and i felt that trey well, that's that's true oh, <laughs> and, and i felt trey trey i felt was more talented just in the fact that i think trey to me he understood melody and he understood how to kind of implement like this whole singing thing 
and right. it always just seemed like and this is not no knock on on imani or, or, or romai but it always seems like your your lyrics was just far above everybody else's but was that because you had aspired to be a rapper or was it i mean what well, why do you think that was did you just go into I, your own shelf and write by yourself did it, you come together what was that well no i definitely think i was i was doing it longer i was i i i, I my pen game was a little more advanced at that time because i was doing it longer than them at that time and um but uh but i feel like man every, oh, but uh, but answer your questions about the song structure we would always come up with um with a chorus first right like we had the chorus for your mama you passed me by and all that like i remember we was in the we was in the studio we was just blazing we was all like listening to the beat for for uh passing me by and then i mean so so it's like all our ideas we was just bouncing them together man and just like we were just you know blazing just smoking weed in the studio or like that's all we did all day <laughs> and then <laughs> But it worked, you know what I mean? Because, like, the ideas was just bouncing. Because, like, Roma, I remember, he heard the beat and he heard the melody for Pass Me By. And he was like, yeah, man, that sounds like we, uh, it should be called Time Keeps On Pass Me By. And I was like, yeah, that sounds dope. I was like, what about she? And then we all just, like, looked at each other was like... That's it. I mean, from, that, from that moment, like, the song was pretty much already written. Like, right. the concept was already there, so... Yeah, we, then after that, we would just all just go go somewhere else and just write the rhyme and shit. Right. And I would always take, I'd always take the longest. Oh, really? You know I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, you know, I mean, I, I appreciate the, 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 uh, the props, but for the most part, it, I took the longest. That's what it is. I, I'm the type, of, I'll take like six months to finish it. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and I felt, I mean, I felt that every, definitely everybody brought their own individual style to the group and that's what made you know that's what made the group what made the group fly i used to love i used to love imani's kind of like he would attack the mic sometimes and then sometimes he was just kind of like joking with it but his delivery to me was just always fly and kind of smooth just like the way he used to dance so now now so tell me when that when when do you realize like how big passing me by became and how big the far side become like did it ever hit you like damn we're we're actually kind of large like people really know us like yeah, was there a no, moment I when that hit you the exact day when when it hit me i was i was because because well the thing is your mama was our first single exactly and you know the industry showed us love and like you know it was it seemed like something was gonna pop off but you know, it really wasn't there yet. But when we dropped "Pass Me By" and then we dropped the video, it was over. It was just a whole another. It was just a whole another. If, you know what I mean? It just it was just a whole another thing. I was watching. I was watching BT. Um, yeah, BT, and uh, you know, Run DMC was getting interviewed, and it was they was talking about who's hot, and uh, and they just gave us that shout out. Like, man, it was like. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in the same sentence as Snoop and Dr. Dre. Right. You know what I'm saying? They gave us that shout out. Like, and I was like, you're oh, like, wow, oh, okay. you're like, oh, yeah. wow, like, we've wow. arrived. Like, we've go. arrived. <laughs> now, Fat Lip, yeah. at that time, this is Rhea Bia speaking. At that time, did you realize when you're hearing everything that everybody's saying about this single, did you realize that at that time you guys had created 
a classic hip hop joint? Did you realize that 10, 20 years from that point, that the song would still be huge? That that I didn't know. That I didn't, because I didn't know it. I didn't realize, like, because I'm tripping right now, like, when I look <laughs> and see, like, right. you know, where hip hop is right now with the youth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's back right now. Like, you know, people is like, in ciphers right now people is talking about lyrics you know what i'm saying like right. people, like it's, it's back and so like i didn't that i didn't know i didn't know hip-hop was gonna still be around 20 years later i mean it makes sense because all the kids that's doing it now was you know babies in the 90s so right. of course they're gonna be you know what i mean right but uh but yeah it's it's it is it is a trip to 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 be like damn we was just living it back then right. you know we was just living it we was just so young just having fun but it was a great time so we didn't even really know you know what i mean like, right and then back in the day you didn't even really know if he was gonna even be around for 20 years <laughs> no question <laughs> right <laughs> right so now mm-hmm. a- a- after the success of um bizarre ride to the far side now you go into your second album now when you go into yeah. lab cab in california how is the how is the synergy with within the group are you guys still like tight when you were when you did bizarre ride or does does things change a little bit because maybe your lifestyle changed a little bit like yeah yeah definitely that yeah uh lifestyle definitely changed a little bit um we went out to new york to to to, uh so so that was cool we had you know we had the access and you know resources to do what we wanted to do. So we went out to New York and we was fucking with everybody that you know that we used to listen to. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, we went out there, Q-Tip, Diamond D. Uh, man, we was getting beats from everybody. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, um, that, and that's how we got all the uh, the Dilla beats through Q-Tip. Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So, so, uh, so, so you you hook up with. You hook up with Q-Tip, and then Q-Tip, because he was working with Jay Dilla, he had a bunch yeah. of beats. Like, did he give it to you on a cassette? Like, how did how did that work? On a CD. He on a like, CD. I, just, I, just, I met this kid uh, from Detroit. He got some beats. He gave us, so, so yeah, he gave us, like, a uh, CD full of, like, 15 beats on it. This is when we, when we was out in New York, so we wrote, I think we wrote when we was out there, we wrote Running, we wrote uh, Drop when we was out there. And then we came back to L.A. And then Dilla just came back with us. And he he was like staying with us. Wow! So he came back summer. to he, so he came back to L.A. and he just chilled with you guys. Yeah, yeah. He was just posted like he'd be in the studio all day, just like that's that's when I didn't I didn't even know he could rap. Like right. I, like I came in and he was he we had a song playing and it was, I was like, damn, who's that? He's like, yeah, it's me. I was like, damn, man. Yeah, right. So. Now the lifestyle is changing a little bit. You got was yeah. it was it a struggle to complete that album? Was you know what was the creative process? You know, obviously it's different from the first time. Um, you know, what what was the whole working relationship with with everybody? It was yeah, it was definitely a little bit of a struggle. You know, it's that classic situation where you know when money and fame comes in, everybody kind of gets in their own bag and like you know it's like come to the studio late or don't show up at all. Just you know, right? Like busy living the lifestyle, so that that kind of affected you know the whole synergy, right? And um 
And, you know, myself personally, I wasn't really, I kind of wanted, I wasn't really crazy about the direction that we was going on the second album. You know, sometimes it unfortunately happens like that, you know, with success is like, like, you know, like the, the fame and the partying kind of like takes you out of your, your zone. And so I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I wasn't as, as inspired as I was on the first record. Now, what 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 was it? What was it that you wanted to do that you felt wasn't being portrayed in in the um, maturation <laughs> of that album? Like, what is it that you wanted to do or say or, you know, be displayed that you felt that it wasn't man. being conveyed, it conveyed in what you guys were doing? Hey, man, if I'm going to keep it 100. I mean, that's what I'm we do here. Say, I'm, I'm going to say it was when Wu-Tang came out. Wu-Tang came out and that's kind of like it kind of like changed my whole perspective because I was like, man, I was like, I wanted to be like a Wu-Tang. <laughs> I was like a huge Wu-Tang fan. Right, and right. And they, they was mad at me because I was like, I'm like, man, we soft, man. Like, like. Right, right. I don't know. I was just like, I was coming into the studio because I didn't like, I wanted to, I wanted to, nah, ain't no other way to say it. I wanted to be like the Wu-Tang. Right. <laughs> I, 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 and and uh and so so like so like I'm in the studio I'm like nah man that's not that's not hard enough or right, whatever right and then uh you know and then Trey's like man chill out man just you know do it just do it how we did it before right and all of that right but so cause cause I don't know I think it's the climate changed as well you know the music uh, climate at that time it switch you know from 93 to 95 is a little bit different right right and so you know i probably but then at the same time i'm like one of those artists i like i'm always looking for something and like until it's like perfect i'm always i'm just like ah oh, man it's whack right you know what I mean? like, right so so now so, when you so, so, when, when you look back at it now in hindsight and you look back do you feel that are you happy with the fact that you like completed that work like are you proud of uh, of lab cam california even though you didn't want you wasn't feeling it at the time can you look back and appreciate it now or are you still like yeah, man yeah. i really wasn't I, trying to do that then yeah i definitely uh i definitely can appreciate it uh, i was spending uh with my man uh red Matic the other night shout out to red Matic. and uh he was like yeah man he's like he was like play running play running and then, because I wasn't about to play, because I don't, I don't always play like your 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 right. stuff, right, right. You know, and then I played it, and then the crowd went crazy, and I was like, wow, okay. You know, it's uh, running, yeah, running became a kind of like a classic in its own right. You know, absolutely, and, uh, it did. So yeah. now, lip, let's get into it. After Lab Cabin, California, yeah. What now? What happens with? with you and the group are you just sick of being in the group you just want to do your own thing was there um was there like a defining moment that you was like man i'm cool on these dudes like i want to go this way like what what well, what was it actually for you it was it was it was a gradual thing you know uh it was like being on the road and just kind of like you know everybody's feeling themselves at that point because you know, because at that point, we was like around 95, we was like, kind of like, you know, we was really in the game. So it was like, we was kind of like really feeling ourselves. Like, right. Like, damn, all right, niggas is flying first class now. Ah. Yeah, and it's like, 
Like, uh, and so, I don't know. I was, you know, it was, it was, uh, I stopped going on tour. I stopped, I got, you know, we was, we was doing a lot. We had been touring for like four years straight. Right. You know, and I stopped going. Like, now, did you I mean, just, but what made you, all right, so you stopped going. What what were you thinking you were going to do from a financial I, standpoint? I was, I was thinking I was I was going to work on some beats. Uh-huh. And it was going to be hard and it was going to be some <laughs> hip hop shit that I was feeling. Right. And uh and that's what it was. I would be in the studio trying to work on beats. Right. And it was all whack. Right. <laughs> it was all whack. Keep it 100. But I kept trying. Right. <laughs> so, I kept trying. So now you're so, making whack beats and you're not yeah. on tour. <laughs> you're not on tour with the guys. So obviously this starts to piss them off, right? Like, Right, exactly. He's I mean, not rocking with like, us. Uh huh. We're talking like a European tour the day of. They find out I'm not going. Oh. Actually, no, no, you know what? Oh, We're talking about on the plane for the European tour getting off. Wow. That was that was the defining moment. When I got off, I'm like, nah, I'm not going on this tour. So you got off, off the plane, plane and what, you just went home? Yeah, I went home and started making beats. You should at least <laughs> went through Europe and backpacked or something, had a good time. Wow. <laughs> so now when you did that, was there a... a was there a meeting with the guys? Like you trip, or or you just went on your way, and then that was it? Like, what, no, what was the was, next conversation? Well, it was tension. The tension was, was had been there. You know what I mean? The tension was there. That wasn't like kicking it. So it, it wasn't like fun. We was having fun like it was right. back in the day. Right. And uh, you know, cause so so I didn't really even talk to him in a minute. I was just doing my own thing. And right. Then, yeah, they they came to, they they all came to my crib one day. It was just like. It, it, it was like a five minute meeting right and they were like yo you, we think you should just do your own thing it's like alright and then literally they left right after that like that was it man that sounds like the new edition meeting with, with Bobby Brown <laughs> like <laughs> I got my man Fat Lip representing the far side right here is the AM Caffeine Morning Show we're gonna get back into more yeah, history yeah. And, and talk to him about what he's doing now as a DJ spinning internationally. Ron C, let's get into that classic joint running produced by Jay Dilla, AM Cafe Morning Show. My man, Fat Lip is rocking with us. Let's go.
fears and these fears on Just to get jacked back up in high school I made it cool just so some real won't get full blown Being where I'm from They let the smoke come quicker than an evil redneck Killing to helpless color figure And as a victim I invented low key Still the keyhole itself got lower than me So I stood up and in my free form for free Said I'm gonna get some before they knock it out me I don't sweat it I let the book blow with the breeze In other words just to freeze Yeah AM Caffeine Morning Show. That's that classic, classic running. By the far side, I got my man Fat Lip on the on the phone rocking with the AM Caffeine Morning Show. So Lip. Yo, yo. Um question another another question before I get into the to the DJ stuff. Just something that that kind of I've been wanting to know. So uh-huh. you go you go on your own and you do your own thing, and then throughout time, so does Trey. Trey goes and I think he puts out a couple solo albums and he's doing some other stuff. Now, Romai and Imani continue to tour for years as the Far Side. How did right? How did that feel to you? Did you feel like oh it's cool? Did you feel like hey you're still using the Far Side name, so we should get some of that money? Like what was your feeling about them continually going on as the Far Side? Break bread. That's a great question. <laughs> All right, because. For, for you know, for for a while, like I said, I didn't I didn't know hip hop was gonna be around, so I didn't know they was gonna. And then I was thinking, like you know, if I get out the group, they're gonna they're not gonna still use the name Farside. So I was a little shocked when, right. when they continued to use the name. And then when Trey got out, I was like, damn, they're still oh, all right. Right. And um and then uh so. But you know, I was, I was, you know, I was kind of like doing my own thing, man. And, you know, I was like, I, you know, I had, had kids and like I was, you know, handling other stuff in life. So I really wasn't really tripping. And um, and then you know, and then hip hop was kind of like, like the '93 shit hadn't made its comeback yet at right. that time. You right. Right. So it was kind of like it was just doing like overseas, random overseas stuff. So you know. I really wasn't tripping, and then, um, but, so we just decided to do this 20-year anniversary, just like in, in 2012, and it was amazing. I was you there. Know, oh, you, yo, you was there, right? I was there at the Roxy. At the Roxy. It was Slim Kid Trey, it was Fat Lip, it was uh, Jay Swift, the producer, it was um, yeah. L.A.J. who was one of the producers. Uh, Shout out to my boy John Barnes. And what was yeah. fly about that show, Lip, was what they did, uh, AM Cafe Morning Show crew, is that they performed the whole Bizarre Ride to the uh, Far Side album in its entirety with the yep. interlude. So Quentin was there. Um, Ain't that your homeboy? That's my homeboy. Shout out, Quentin. <laughs> Um, the whole they did the whole album from start to finish, and it was dope. And yeah. so, when you put that together, you obviously didn't use like, cause so were you con- concerned to like just use the far side? Is that why you guys kind of you know switched the title up a little bit? And when you did that, what was 
the reaction from Romai and Imani, if any? Like, did you hear anything? Did they say anything about that? Like, how did they feel, if you if you know? Well, yeah, no. Well, you know, we actually reach out to them quite a bit. Okay. Because the fact of the matter is, it's like we, you know, we are like, we could be making a lot of money. Right. Just from touring. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's not about the money so much. It's just the fact that people still give a fuck about Farside. So it's like, you know, we kind of, we definitely reached out to them, you know, on many occasions. Uh-huh. And um, it, including this one. So they didn't want to do it. So we, you know, we, you know, we didn't, we, we, we did it anyway. Right. They found out, you know, and, um, and, uh, yeah, they, you know, they, they, you know, they, 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 they felt they they was pissed, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so and and just and just mad. and just playing both sides. Uh, suing, uh, man, they they come on, man. They 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 suing me right now. Put it like that. What? Like, see now, I got to go to court like in the next month. Over cause, what? Cause over over what? Suing. Over they don't want me to use the name Far Side. So, question: Who owns the name the Far Side? Who owns it? <laughs> yeah, that's another good question. Actually, <laughs> no. You know what? I probably can't. Go yeah, too don't far don't go too far because I because I know how that but, goes. But the but the thing is, it's like that that's that's where we at right now with it, and it, it's, it's it's real lame because it's like it don't even have to be like that. Now you know I, I mean? think like, I, I you know and just playing both sides because I because I know everybody, but I do think it's it's a little unfair that if half of the group can use the name and you know and earn a living. And right. the group was, you know, well, you guys created it together. Then I think other entities that were in the group should be able to have that same license to use the name and earn money as well. So uh, exactly. that's ah, that's a little, that's kind of whack that's right sad. there. No, no, they're kind of tripping. They're tripping because the, the truth is, I mean, the reality is I thought of the whole, I pretty much thought of like every, I thought of 85% of this whole thing. Right. Including the fact that we should be a group, like we was, we wasn't even a group. We was all in the same, like, um, you know, we was all in the same workshop, and we worked together, and, like, smoked weed together, and we was homies. <laughs> right. But we wasn't even a group. Like I thought of that. Right. I, that, that was my vision, and I told Imani, I told him, man, I was like, yo, if we come together, cause we're homies, and we like, we just be clowning, we got all these jokes, and we we love the same music. I was like, yo, if we become a group, we're gonna be huge. Right. And then, um, but they they forgot about a lot of shit, man. They forgot. Like I wrote like pretty eighty percent of the choruses on the on the album. Right, so, I, 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 know, did but, I did hear that. I did hear that. You know. Wow. Well, man. You know, not, and and not to dwell on that, but I know folks that listen hey, to the AM yeah. Caffeine Show and folks that are 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 fans of the Far Side. You know, never really understood that or kind of understood like there's a division, but now. You know, half are rocking at the far side, and the other half can't. So I just wanted to try to get some some clarity to it. Um, so yeah, now that's, it's just a five heartbeat. You ever see that movie? Five uh, no question. I know that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Yang. So so now, yeah, let's get into what's going on with you now. Presently, it's 2014. You yeah. now. Um, are DJing and I can say this and not just because you're the homie or because I've known you for years you spun one night um at a club in 
in LA at Rooftop 3100, actually. And man, you killed it. I mean, you play just great classic music. Um, the, the, the blends was tight. The, the selection was dope. And what I liked about it is that you said to me, you were like, man, I, I have to make up for what I did. I think I may have saw you like two oh, nights ago. Yeah. And, the, and the couple <laughs> nights when I saw you prior, you were whack. And <laughs> you were like, yo, I had, I had to redeem myself. And to I me, to, that just showed the passion that, and, you know, being a DJ now is just so trendy. And yeah. the fact that, you know, you wanted to, to display that, hey, I can really DJ and that you knew music, I had to give you props for that. So now as a DJ, what do you think kind of makes you different from some of the other DJs? And where are you spinning at? I know that you, you know, are going to other countries. Tell me how that whole process is going. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. The DJ thing is great, man. You know, I actually was DJing before I was rapping back back in the day. And, and you know, and hop back into it when, you know, when everybody else did. But, uh, and shout out to Biz Markie. He's like the first, you know what I mean, MC DJ, DJ. that was, that was right. killing it. But, uh um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm touring. I, I got a tour coming up in Australia, and then, uh, I got my agency overseas that that always book me uh, for tours in in Europe and all of that. So I'm doing that like uh, at the end of the summer and stuff like that. So now, you what's what going on with new music? Are you still on the mic? Are you you know still going in the studio? Like yeah. what, what's going on with that? Yeah, we we doing we working on this bizarre right thing. You know what I mean? Uh, myself, Jay Swift, K Nat. Uh, Slim Kid, you know what I'm saying, and uh, L.A.J. Right. So we basically, you know, the, the the bizarre ride show that you know the people are seeing that we that we've been touring for the last three three years. We basically gonna bring that energy and we gonna we gonna make some new music with it. We've been actually been uh, been working on some new music. We about to just put it out on you, you know. So uh, so yeah, man. And, and the the DJ thing is like that's that's a big part of it, man. Just staying connected with it. Right, you know, with the party people and all of that, you know what I mean. Well, well, let man, you you definitely have um, a place to to display, you know, the the new music once you guys have it up up and ready to go and, and release. I I, I want to uh, hopefully I'm one of the first to get it. I mean, you know, I, I've always been a fan of you guys and and knowing you and knowing, like I said, seeing Jay Swift and seeing Laj and and. Yeah. You know, we're talking all these years later, you guys are still doing it. And I hope that you really understand just how important and how much of an impact that uh, Farside and, and, and yourself and your creativity have brought to hip hop, man. And it, it it's a pleasure that you called today. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you so much for rocking with the AM Caffeine Morning Show. This is my man, no Fat Lip. No Fat Lip, you know you got a home here anytime. Ron C. No. Since... since Fat lip rock with us. Can we get into like, let's get into some classic <laughs> far side, dude. Like, play me like five or six joints on our way out for, for my man Lip. Can we do that? I got that. You got, I got that? that? It's the AM Caffeine Morning Show, Lip. Yes, Thanks for sir. calling, man. Thank you. We waiting on new Thank music you. for Thank you, homie. Good looking, man. Peace. I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. That's Lip, AM Caffeine Morning Show. Your morning started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show.
when she talk. Naked on the mountaintop, holding on a whistle. Riding on a horse, drinking whiskey out of his She got the wings and teeth of an African fact. Her middle name is Mud, grown and on top of all that. Your mama got a glass eye with the fish in it. All I can do is stay up Back as kids we used to kiss when we played Truth or Dare Now she's more sophisticated, highly educated Not at all overrated I think I need a prayer to get in a book And it looks rather dry I guess a twinkle in her eye is just a twinkle in her eye Although she's crazy stepping, I'll try and stop the stride Cause I won't have no more of this passive vibe Time for me to voice my opinion Can't be pretending she didn't have me Sprung like a chicken, chasing my tail like a doggy She was kind of like a star Thinking I was like a fan She looked good, now thought she had a man He was a Rudy too, a nick and poop She told me soon your little birdies on a father coop She was a flake like corn And I was born not to understand But let the past, I proved to be a better man Better man, better man, better man, better man. Get your morning started the right way With the AM Caffeine Morning Show I'm tagging they remind I'm 22 years of age I ran across the bullshit People promise you vote against But don't forget they are pits No hits, it's quick It's like the water, it's rich They got another boy Who can rhyme and do the fight with And that's I, hi I bet 
can in fact The far side is coming and I hope we're not whack But at this point there's no turning back But to be exact I got more flavors than a bucket full of fruit In 92 we take cab, 93 we take loot Cause the vinyl with delicious, I'm the nigga who's that bitches Michael Ross is a genie, he's giving us our wishes One eye, one to just jam with your band You gotta play it all across the land The plan is grab the duck and say fuck it to the critics Hey now, I was walking down the street Bailing through the beat, fat beats in my head Tennis shoes on my feet Nigga tried to flex, but he had to be smoked So I shot him in the ass on the downstroke Shot him in the ass on the downstroke What? Morning started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Raised us was pure faith, so Diablo wouldn't faze us or daze us. So they is down to sleep, throw the wolf from the sheep, all the sheep will cry wolf. And through the deadly wolf, while the wolf was asleep, I keep my mind a ghost. Follow my heart the most, don't play fools too closely with my eyes at post. So Diablo will be hosting the game of life. The knife sits by the throats of the young and blows death straight through the lungs as the mind gets washed by visions of sugar plums. But we still overcome, cause we ain't dumb. But we ain't smart, they got the girls by the hearts and the niggas by the nuts, their tongue and butts. Yeah, they're trying to fuck us up, but shit, you know what's up. We gotta get with the movements and movements soon. They consume every wound who bears beneath this desert they doom. Before they let a new soul bloom, best believe they're gonna shove them in the future. Cause every time I step to the microphone, I put my soul onto a thrill that I don't even own. Every time I step to the microphone, I put my soul onto a thrill that I don't even own. Every time I step to the microphone, I put my soul onto a thrill that I don't even own. Every time I step to the microphone, I put my soul on two inch reels that I don't even own. Even own, even own, even own. Saturday morning, I was cartoon gazing. Slowly broke into the kitchen to fill a bowl full of raisin bread. As I ran up and down the TV station, I witnessed Indian Joe getting tricked out of his nation by a silly hillbilly who laughed as the shit happened. Everything the same, the gang continued into rapping. The deception is at an all time high. You give a piece of soul to receive some crumbs from the pie. But you know I keep on rapping until the break of dawn. Even though it is my soul that I do not even own. You know I keep on rapping until the break of dawn. Even though it is my soul that I do not even own. Every time I step to the microphone, I put my soul on two inch reels that I don't even own. Every time I tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah, bam, 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 hey, what's up? Yeah, we was like that, you know? Yeah, and I just got laid back. Yeah, I'ma, uh, I'ma just sit in here for, for a couple hours. Man, don't sweat it, yo. We're gonna catch some stuff, dude. Second to register up 
been my brainium, my dome, my head, my skull, my cranium. My eyes have had enough, it was time to do some talking. I had to creep through the hound dogs that was stalking. The Slimmy caught me peeping, this means she wasn't sleeping on who I was. So she creeped in like a hawk in a minute's time. We adjourned to the floor, ooh, I hit a high note cause of the way that she was walking. We got into the groove, I didn't bust no uh, hip hop moves. I just kept it nice and smooth Next thing you know we got together Word I thought we'd be forever Didn't have an umbrella Now I'm so with stormy weather Weather two birds of a feather Fly up all of the beats together Never simp pimp And leave your love life limp There'll be no suicide attempts For this slim trim kid Cause you know there's other fish In the sea that is In the sea Sea in the sea that is In the sea There's other fish in the sea that is In the sea There's other fish in the sea that is Caffeine Morning Show. Woo! Hey, that's a pretty good interview right there with my man Fat Lip, man. Shout yeah. out to Fat Lip. That was dope. Shout out Lip and to the rest of the far side. You know, even though they're not all together, I still want to shout out Imani, Romai, Slim Kid Trey. All right, when when was that um, 20th? That was 2000. That was, what are we, 2014? So I think that was two years ago. It was at the Roxy. I think the AM Caffeine Morning Show crew should make a concerted effort. Is that a word? It just sounded like it should. Yeah, it sounds like that should work. Yeah, it sounds cool. We should make a concerted effort to create for the 25th anniversary. We got to get them all back together. We got to do it. In my book, there's Tribe. Yes. There's Far Side. And then there's Slum Village. I, I hey hey I agree, Smooth D. Now, I know all parties. <laughs> I could try. <laughs> Somebody better come with a Brinks truck because I think that's probably the only way. You got to come with a gang of money, dude. Because really? I think there's so much damage that it, that's been done. The only thing that can heal a wound is a nice crispy hundred dollar bill. <laughs> I we mean, need to get them on the uh, festival what, what? circuit, like oh, how Outkast, Outkast hey. got back on Coachella. the Coachella. Farside Group, are you listening? Uh, Rhea B is uh, is very powerful. She knows people. Coach. She can make things happen. Coachella. That, that, that would kill it. I'm saying. Or you can just hologram them. Hey, 
<laughs> or that too. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Smoothie. Hey, <laughs> Caffeine Morning Show. You guys enjoy your Fourth of July. Anything popping for the July fireworks? What's going on? I'm asking y'all. Like, who who got the barbecue popping? Hey, I'm doing a block party in Carson. I'm cool. Not I'm getting cool. shot. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, Carson, cut it out. They're shooting Carson. They shoot everywhere. <laughs> they don't shoot in St. Not Nine One Eight. Not in the Valley area where I where I was. They just eat people okay. out there. Yeah, they do. Okay, what? so that they don't shoot nobody, huh? That's no. where they had the, the two biggest bank robberies and shootout Very in history. Very true. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Why you bring up both stuff? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cafe Morning Show is in the building. We up out of here. You guys enjoy your 4th of July. Be safe out there if you're going to do fireworks. Don't do like I did. One time, young teenager, I had a firecracker and I lit it on the stove. And my idea was to run out of the kitchen and throw it out of the front door. Come on, dude. I had a but I had a to make a, I had to make a sharp right. And you know oh. you have socks on on the carpet so yeah, I, yeah. I got a little slippage right when I got to the door to throw it out. Boom! Blew up right in my hand. What? Yes. As I was throwing it out, blew up in my hand. So that explains it. Y- yeah. That's why it's hard for me to pick boogers. And cafe morning show. Ooh. Like we like to say uh, uh, about this time we, before uh, we depart, Arama. In, In your, your mouth. mouth. Wow. What if I crack up? <laughs>